Welcome to the Vortex with your host Addie, an old cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and cosmic astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to unlock your own soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered life. This is a podcast where we deep dive into topics all along the lines of spirituality, astrology, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back for another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode, I'm going to be covering this full moon in Aries we have this week on Wednesday, October 20th. I'm going to be going into way more details about this full moon and what it means for you and how powerful and potent this energy is and how we can use this full moon to our advantage. So I'm going to be going in to a lot of details on this Aries full moon, how you can use it to your advantage because there's a lot going on up in the cosmos. I first just wanted to do a couple announcements and some astrology dates for the upcoming week. So you can still book a reading with me, whether it's a natal chart reading, a current transit reading, a soul purpose, life mission reading. If you are just curious what your soul mission, what your purpose is on this earth, I offer those readings so you can book a reading with me. You can go to fearlessfemalewarrior.com. My program will be coming at the end of the month all on shadow work and healing trauma through astrology. I go through your Chiron, your Saturn, your Pluto, your Lilith, really show you how you can use those certain planets and asteroids to heal trauma, heal your shadow and transmute that into light energy. So that's coming the end of the month. That's all the announcements. Now I just want to share what's coming up for this week astrologically because on top of this full moon we have Wednesday. There's still a lot going on because I'm recording this on October 17th, Sunday, and the sun is in is in Libra right now, but it's also squaring Pluto and Capricorn. So we're seeing the sun square Pluto today, and this could bring up a couple things. Like it could bring up like deep healing, but it could also just bring like some tension or just like deep wounds come up. So just be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your emotions, be aware of like how you're acting and like what's coming up to the surface because we still are seeing Mercury oppose Chiron as well right now so there's still a lot of like old wounds or old beliefs things resurfacing this is a beautiful time for healing because on October 18th October 17th depending on where you are in the world we see Jupiter go direct because it goes direct either at 10 30 p.m on October 17th if you're on the Pacific coast but if you're on the east coast like me we see it go direct on october 18th at 1 30 a.m so we'll be seeing jupiter go direct either like late sunday night or early monday morning but jupiter will be going direct in aquarius and what's interesting about this i just want to touch on is that we saw jupiter go retrograde in pisces at the beginning of i believe it was june when we saw yeah june 20th was when we saw jupiter go retrograde in pisces so now that it's stationing direct in aquarius this is bringing up like big aquarius themes and you could ask yourself just like with pluto and saturn like what lessons did jupiter teach you this retrograde because we saw it not only in the sign of pisces but we saw it in the sign of aquarius so it was kind of like a double dose double dose of lessons here with jupiter so what did Jupiter teach you because if you remember a Jupiter retrograde 
really helps you get back realigned with your moral compass, helps you get back on track with your life purpose, with your dharma, with helping you like reach your ultimate potential and purpose, just like with Saturn as well. So did Jupiter bring you any rewards that retrograde? It definitely brought me rewards, brought my boyfriend rewards too. I mean, we got a new house. So this was a good Jupiter retrograde for the two of us. Then October 18th, we see Mercury in Libra go direct. So finally, we are out of Mercury retrograde on October 18th at 11.17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 8.17 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So hallelujah, holla back. We out of this Mercury retrograde. So it's going to be a good Monday. So that'll be a good day. Then we also have the full moon Wednesday, October 20th. Full moon in Aries, October 22nd, Friday, we see the Mars in Libra, square Pluto and Capricorn. So some more tension. This can be like, you might feel like some built up anger, frustration, and just be like, definitely be very self-aware of how you are, like what actions you take. And you might have like a lot of excess energy. So like go for a walk, go for a run, do something to get that excess energy out. Then October 23rd on Saturday, we see the sun enter Scorpio. So there's a lot in store this week. And now that I went through all the announcements and all the dates and everything, now we can just dive in to what this full moon in Aries is all about. So we see this new moon on Wednesday, October 20th. This full moon hits its apex at 10.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7.57 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This full moon, we are also seeing it oppose Mars. And there's just there's just a lot going on with this full moon in Aries. So, And if you are a regular of this podcast, then you remember that what I said on last week's episode about how I truly believe that this full moon is kind of like a nighting ceremony. And what I mean by that is let's just take a step back and let's just look at the sign Aries. We know Aries is a fire sign. They're the first sign in the zodiac. They're a cardinal sign. They are very headstrong, very warrior-like, action-oriented. They're ruled by Mars. So if we take all of that and we put that with this full moon, to me, this is just reigniting that warrior energy in all of us. This is like that horn, like Gabriel's horn that they like call out, like the little trumpet or whatever you want to call it like the little trumpet they're blowing out right now, like that's what I think of this full moon. And it's like the light workers, like the warriors, it's the call for all of us. It's the call for the light. This is the call for all of us to truly step up and own who we are because we are all warrior kings and queens. We all have that warrior energy in us. We all have Aries in our chart. Even if you don't have any planets or placements in Aries in your own chart, you still have Aries in a house. You still have that energy you can embody in your chart. So I just want to run through all of the houses real quick. I wasn't even going to do this, but I just feel really called to do this for the Aries full moon. So I'm just going to run through all the houses real quick to really just show you what this full moon can mean for you. So if you have Aries in your first house, this full moon is going to bring up things about like your ego, your identity, your personal power. How can you reignite that? Can you let go of old things? Can you step into the new? If you have Aries in the second house, that's like strong values, material worth, money, but also like values. So do you have strong values? Do you have values that are like warrior-like? Do you have good values? 
reevaluate your values, reevaluate how you view like money, material objects. If you have Aries in the third that deals with communication, deals with like writing, talking, teaching, also deals with like short trips or like siblings or family. So how are you communicating with the world? Are you communicating in a good way? Can you get your message out in a better way? Are you taking the right actions? If you have Aries in the fourth house, that deals with like home and family. So maybe you have to like transform and take more action in your home and family life. Or maybe you need to, let's see, with Aries in like the fourth, it's all about like family. So maybe you need to step up and be the leader in the family. Maybe you need to lead in your family life or your home life. Take action. Step up. If you have Aries in the fifth house, be that creative leader. Be like a creative leader. With Lead with your creativity. Follow your passions. Follow your creative pursuits. If you have Aries in the sixth, that deals with like your health. It also deals with just like your day-to-day -day work environment. So maybe you need to switch up your work environments. Maybe you need to switch up your day-to-day -day routines. If you have Aries in the seventh, that's all about relationships. So how can you bring that Aries energy to your relationships right now? How can you show up in a more Aries manner? How can you lead from the heart? How can you show that leadership in your relationships? If you have Aries in the eighth, that deals with like a cult, that deals with mysterious things, that deals with things taboo. So how can you stand up for what you believe in? How can you fight for what you believe in and show others that it's okay to be different with Aries in the eighth? If you have Aries in the ninth, like me, then this is all about like pursuing higher knowledge being that teacher, being that leader for others, being the leader for higher knowledge, being that leader and teacher for others, being that role model and example for others to follow, stepping up into your calling. If you have Aries in the 10th house, this is all about work and career. How is your work and career transforming? How can you step up and be that leader for others in your work and career environment? If you have Aries in the 11th house, this is all about friends and networks and community. So how can you be that leader for others? How can you step up and be there for others right now? How can you transform that? If you have Aries in the 12th house, that rules like subconscious things, karma, past lives. So maybe you were Aries in a past life. Maybe you've been a warrior before in a past life. How can you bring that energy forward today? How can you bring that energy towards you in your present life? And like I said before, like I wasn't planning on going through all the 12 houses, but I just felt called and like I'm, we're just going with it. That's where spirit took us. So I encourage you look at your own chart, find where Aries is in your own chart and just see if those if that theme resonates with you whatever house placement Aries is in because like I feel like a very strong call and a very strong pull with this full moon that this is a big light worker spiritual warrior full moon call so now that we just have like a general overview of this full moon now I'm going to get into even more of the details because there's a lot going on so we have this full moon in Aries during Libra season we also have Pluto direct, we have Saturn direct, we have Mercury direct, we have Jupiter direct. This is a lot of big forward moving momentum energy. This is a great time for continuing taking action because we still have the Sun and Mars together. So there's a lot of good positive forward moving energy. And yes, there still are some like aspects that are causing tension and can bring up some negative energy, but this full moon is all about releasing all of that negative energy. This full moon is all about releasing and transmuting that energy into light, positive energy. So 
we have this full moon opposing Mars in Libra as well. And when we see the moon opposing Mars, regardless of any sign, this can bring up some irritable, angry, antsy energy. And when we have the moon in Aries opposing Mars in Libra, I feel like this can kind of put it up on steroids because we have the moon in Aries against Mars in Libra. And Aries is ruled by Mars. So Aries wants Mars in its corner. And so these two guys are going at it. So there can be a lot of built up energy. So you might feel like kind of like at like tug of war, like inside, like with your emotions. Like, so you might feel like on the inside, like you're super angry, but then you're like, you also don't want to be super angry. You want to be happy. So you're like doing tug of war, like inside internally with your emotions, like one part of you wants to get super angry, but the other part of you doesn't want to get angry at all. That's what I mean with like this full moon opposing Mars. So whatever energy is coming up right now, allow yourself to feel that energy. So if you have like a lot of anger, allow yourself to feel that anger. Release that anger. Let go of that anger. Find different outlets to release that. So maybe go on a run, go on a walk, dance it out. Do some exercises, go to the gym, work out, do something to get all that excess energy out. Like I have to up my intensity of my workouts on days when I'm just, when it's like personally, whenever the moon is on my Mars or Mars is on my moon, I have to up the intensity because I always have extra energy and I don't want to get angry or like blow up on someone. So I have to take that energy out and I have to find an outlet to do it. So whatever your outlet is to get out that excess energy, I encourage you to do that this week with this full moon because there is a lot of Mars energy with this full moon. We're also seeing the moon square Pluto and Capricorn. This can also bring up strong feelings, strong emotions could surface, could also bring up some anger and tension as well. But it can bring a big healing moment as well. Great for healing and just releasing and letting go of that negative energy. The sun and Mars are still together. We had the sun trying Jupiter on Friday, so we're still in that sun trying Jupiter energy. So they're still good, positive, abundant, optimistic, opportunistic energy. We saw the sun square Pluto today. That's healing old wounds. Old energy is emerging. This is a big time for just like, it's like a karmic clear out, I feel like. This is just a great time for us. Whatever's coming up that is just like old, junk, negative, toxic, lower vibrational energy, release it. Allow it to come up and release it. Thank it for coming up. Thank whatever junk, garbage is coming up and release it and let it go and transmute that energy. We'll be seeing Mars square Pluto, so passion could intensify. Mars is trining Jupiter, so this is another like positive transit. Take a positive approach to different aspects in your life. It's a good time for continuing to make progress. We also have Mercury still opposing Chiron, so this can bring another healing element as well because with Mercury opposing Chiron and Aries. This is just a big time for healing your identity, healing your ego, but also healing relationships as well. Because whatever's coming to the surface, just trust it. Allow whatever comes up to surface and let it go. Because there's big shadow work elements at play here since we still are in Libra season. Like Libra rules, scales, and balances, light and dark. We can balance out the light and the dark right now. We also have Mercury trining Saturn in Aquarius. So this is a good time for planning, continuing to get stuff done, finishing like projects, like really looking at like the small nitty gritty, those fine minute details because we have Saturn here 
who rules like those structures, limitations, restrictions, all that stuff, who really like hones in and looks in at those fine minute details. And this is a good time for focus and getting those projects done. So there's a lot going on with this full moon in Aries. But like I said at the beginning of this episode, I strongly feel this is like the light worker, light warrior, spiritual warrior call. Like this is a big powerful potent energy full moon that we can all use to our advantage at this time and I strongly encourage you to take time on Wednesday if you can or Tuesday the day before to just ask yourself what is it that you want to release this full moon what do you want to release who do you want to step into do you want to step up and be that warrior king warrior queen do you want to step up and be that leader that you were meant to be do you want to step up and help humanity and help lead humanity and help break through humanity out of the matrix? Ask yourself these questions this full moon. Like this is a very powerful, transformative, magical time for all of us to get reignited with that warrior energy inside of us. To really get back to get back together with God, get back together with our soul, with our spirit, get reignited and Start leading from the heart. Start leading from the soul and stepping up and helping humanity. I did pull a card for this full moon in Aries. I pulled it from the Seasons of the Witch deck in honor of October. And since Scorpio season is approaching us. And the card I pulled was Mischief. And it's this house with like a girl and she is like all over the house. That's like a terrible description of this picture. But... <laughs> this house so cards mischief and it's described as clever naughty which i find is very interesting for this full moon and it says samhain which is just the pagan term for halloween isn't just about dark energy loved ones who have passed and things that go bump in the night there is a fun playful aspect as well a bit of naughtiness and a touch of cunning there is an element of mischief to the night Trick-or-treating isn't just about candy. The trick comes from an ancient tradition when villagers would disguise themselves in animal skins to scare away the demons, ghouls, and goblins that were free to roam the earth for one night every year, often playing cruel tricks on humans. We humans are clever, though, and have found a way to keep the goblins at bay. Not all tricks are fun, however, at least not to all involved. Tricks and mischief can be mean-spirited and cruel at times. One must keep a lookout for those who find fun at the expense of others. Pulling mischief can mean a need to adopt a smarter approach to your situation. You may need to get creative to get what you want. You may even have to play a trick or two to get the outcome you desire. Be open-minded about how to overcome your challenges, and if possible, approach your situation with a bit of fun. Problems are serious, but that doesn't mean a bit of silliness can't help you see it in a new way. I definitely find this card definitely like rings true for this Aries full moon because if you know the sign Aries, Aries is the first of the zodiac, so they are very childlike, very just young at heart in nature. So how can we bring that Aries playfulness? How can we bring that youthful vibe to whatever is to whatever obstacle or challenge is our way right now so whatever challenge or obstacle you're faced right now is there a new like different approach you can take can you add more play to it can you be a little more playful with it ask yourself those questions i feel this is a very it's an interesting card but i feel it's good for this full moon in aries and 
overall i feel this is going to be a positive full moon it might bring some hard moments it might bring up some like old wounds or deep things that you have like put buried way beneath that surface because pluto is like play pluto has like a part in this full moon and pluto isn't doesn't necessarily bring the easiest of times but if we can take that courage with this full moon in Aries that Aries is giving us, if we can take that courage to look at our demons head on, if we can look at them head on, we can transmute that energy. We can transmute that energy into positive light energy and we can have a very healing full moon. So I encourage you to come at this full moon with an open mind. Be open-minded to whatever comes up. Trust whatever comes to the surface during this full moon. Trust whatever emotions or memories or old wounds, whatever comes up, trust that it was meant for you to come up, that it was meant to be healed at this full moon. And I'm here for support. Fearless from the warrior. You can take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. Love to celebrate you listening to the podcast. And you can book a reading with me. And I hope you all have a beautiful full moon in Aries this week. And until the next episode, we will chat again soon.